Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our three, 10 days out from the Super Bowl. We're pacing ourselves. You got to just take it easy. We'll get there. Of course, right now it's two over at DraftKings with the 49ers laying at 47 and a half on the total. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to welcome in Joe Delera, who, by the way, we should let him pimp a little bit. He hit a triple-double prop the other night. We should discuss that. The Action Network does a great job. NBA writer at Joe Delera on Twitter. You can also check out the podcast, Cash That Podcast. And we're going to start with the Knicks. Hi, Joe. Thanks for joining. First off, go ahead. Let us know. Let them know about the 65-to-1 triple-double prop the other night. Hey, man, it was 95 to one the game before uh, with OG out. It's definitely a look that I like to have, you know, especially with him, with OG out, Randall out. Josh Hart's going to get that those minutes. And you we, you guys know Tibbs like he's going to run his guys 40 minutes a game, like whether they're up 20 or not. So it felt like a good opportunity. Um, he was close the game before and then he finished. He was one of the only people ever to have a 10, 10, 10 triple double. So uh, that was a lot of fun. 65 to one. The odds were the odds were nice. They got slashed a little bit today. 32 to one is I think best in the market right now. Um, if OG's out, I mean, it's a pretty up-tempo game against the Pacers. Could be could be fun to sprinkle that again. Love it. Let's let's start with that game. Kind of a contrast in styles, of course. We think Halliburton may be on a pitch count tonight. Uh, Pacers, Knicks. You're going to lay it with the Knicks, and Dustin wants to get involved in the Ananobi props. But the question is, and this is the issue with the NBA, Joe, as you know, we just who's in, who's out. It's so tough to tell. Yeah, I mean, it's brutal. I mean, at the end of the day, though, the Knicks are on. They just have been crushing, right? Like since especially since the beginning of the year, since they got OG and Nobi. Um, and honestly, regardless of if he plays or not, uh, the team has still been very good. And with New York, the biggest thing is they have a lot of depth. And then Tibbs like isn't afraid to run his guys into the ground, like play 40 minutes a game. So uh, I do think that they have a good opportunity here, regardless of whether OG plays or not. Obviously, I like to play a lot more if OG does play. He's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. But 
Um, it does sound like Tyrese Halliburton is going to be on a pitch count, especially with the fact that Indiana is playing Sacramento tomorrow. And I think that's a game that he's going to probably want to be in. He's probably going to want to play in. So I think if it means having fewer minutes today against New York and Wally Zerbiak, you know, in the booth, uh, I think <laughs> that, you know, he'd rather play against Sacramento and the Kings and De'Aaron Fox, uh, given the fact that they traded him, obviously, a couple years ago. So um, I do like New York. I think that what they do schematically on defense is very good. Brunson as the head of the snake is excellent, um, especially against this Indiana Pacers defense that kind of plays that like Matador style defense on the perimeter as, uh, you know, as Clyde would say. So it, it's a good opportunity for Brunson. It's a good opportunity for the Knicks. Um, I think it could be uh, a surprisingly like low scoring game, though. Um, if OG's playing, the Knicks have been really good on the under uh, since he started with them. I think they're 14 and two to the under. Um, but even aside from that, just given the fact that New York is probably going to be trying to get into the paint, attack the paint. Um, I think that this is a good spot for for potentially an under as well. But I, I do like New York. I think that right now um, they're a lot more, you know, in sync with just Brunson running the entire offense. And for Indiana, I think they're still working out some kinks between Halliburton and Siakam. Uh, I think it's a pretty good pairing, but they still haven't gotten a lot of snaps, a lot of opportunities uh, to play together. So I think there's still some kinks to work out there. Joe, a couple of questions in reference to this game. Halliburton played 22 minutes at Boston the other night, expected, as you alluded to, a potential limited number of minutes. His point total tonight set at 15 and a half. Would you take a shot at going under on that one? Similar question to OG. The fact that he wasn't in the lineup in the last game, are you concerned at all? His point total is at 19 and a half tonight, heavily juiced to the under, minus 137, uh, about potentially taking a look at those props because they may not give you what you normally expect out of them coming off injury. Yeah, I mean, I think for Halliburton, I think an under uh, just generally is probably a good look for him, um, especially given the fact that New York plays at such a slow pace. Like New York plays at the 27th fastest pace in the league. So I think if I was looking at Halliburton, maybe you look at like a points under or a PRA under. Obviously, he can always dime like incredibly, yeah. right? But on just a, on just like a, such a low minutes count, especially on the front end of a back to back where I kind of said, I think he probably wants to play tomorrow, especially for like the all NBA purposes. Um, um, he needs to play 20 minutes. So, I mean, if they play him 20 minutes, then maybe that's all he really gets to see on the floor. So I, I don't hate that for OG. I, I kind of like I would like the over normally for him in this matchup as like such a good slasher, uh, such a good like, you know, he wants to put the ball down on the floor a lot of times, especially as the Knicks kind of need a little bit more creation. Um, and then, you know, he can obviously is he's an elite three-point shooter when he's open uh indiana doesn't like really give up that shot that much but it is a shot that he's been you know excellent at taking um and the thing is with Tibbs, aside from Hartenstein the other day, and I think that was because Hartenstein kind of tweaked his ankle. Um, when guys come back, they play big minutes. So I wouldn't, I'd be less concerned about OG being on a snap count than I would about Halliburton, um, just based on what I've seen watching both teams. I want to do this, boys. We have Brennan White at the bottom of the hour, right, big guy? Confirmed. Okay. Joe, can you do two segments with us? Because if you can, I, I want to stretch this out a little bit and talk broad NBA. You good with that? Because I want to keep this going. Yeah. We're going to get back into the NFL at the bottom of the hour. Are you good? Yeah, I'll ask my wife for forgiveness later. <laughs> okay. Joe Delera, Action Network. So with that, I want to ask you about the Knicks. Do you consider them legit in the East? 
Yeah, I I do. And I mean, I'm saying that I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm a little bit biased. Right. Uh, but I do think that the way that they can match up against some of these teams in the Eastern Conference uh, is is significant, especially with OG Ananobi. And then it's kind of like we have been hearing Mitchell Robinson's going to be coming back at some point, um, maybe close to the playoffs. And the style of defense that he plays, I think, is incredible. Like he's such an elite defender. And then, like you know, if you can split those minutes at the five between him and Hartenstein, who's been excellent uh, without him. Uh, you know, I think that that really improves your depth, especially if somebody gets into foul trouble. Um, you you have less concerns there. So I do think that the way the East is kind of set up, um, Milwaukee definitely has its warts. I mean, like we watched them lose to the Trailblazers last night. Uh, it, it's they definitely have some problems. Uh, Boston is obviously excellent. Um, but I think the concerns with Boston are we still watch them at the end of games and like in close games, like as good as Tatum and Brown are, um, you can kind of see them fall into hero ball and that like a little bit of a trap every so often. So I do have concerns with Boston. I think Boston is definitely the favorite. They are the rightful favorite in the East. Um, but you know, if you're New York and you can sneak into a two, three spot and avoid Boston until the conference finals, um, maybe Boston gets bounced based on three point variants because they rely so heavily on the three point ball um, and you can kind of make your way there. And obviously Philadelphia, they can really only go as far as Joel Embiid goes and the way his health has been lately. Uh, you know, you have to wonder, you know, just how like how long they can hold it up uh, and if he will be healthy going into the playoffs, because that's always a question with him. Let's stay on this theme a little bit. You mentioned Milwaukee. They lose last night in Portland in a very winnable game. How concerned are you with this Blazers team? The addition of Doc Rivers from your perspective, is that a upgrade neutral or negative for them going forward in terms of how they compete in the Eastern Conference currently plus 250 to win the East. I mean, I, I think it's about, I would say it's like a slight positive, right? Um, obviously, uh, there were some issues with Adrian Griffin. Uh, I, like, I don't know Adrian Griffin as a person or anything like that, but it did seem like the locker room was not, you know, in sync with him. Um, so I think that just, you know, having Doc Rivers in there as, you know, an, an old time coach, he's been around the team because he was kind of like mentoring the team loosely, I guess, or consulting. Uh, so it's he's not like a new face there. I think that just having somebody else be the head coach might be helpful. You know, you have uh, the, the whole team was kind of out. You know, Dame was out. Middleton was out. Brooke was out. And I think eventually Giannis was kind of out on it. So you, sometimes you do need somebody to hit a reset button. Um, additionally, like the defense couldn't really get too much worse like they're 21st in adjusted defensive rating over the course of the season so if doc can do anything to improve that i think that would be really significant but like the offense i think needs a little bit of work but i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Giannis does not want to be setting screens for damian lillard in at the end of the game and we saw that last night when there were five seconds left dame is inbounding the ball to Giannis in a spot where they clearly are going to foul and Giannis, instead of passing the ball right back to dame decides to try to dribble up the sideline. So I think that there's like a, there might just need to need to be like a little bit of like the superstar egos kind of deciding like, all right, yeah, like there are opportunities or there are situations where I can be the superstar here at the end of the game, but you got Damian Lillard because he's such an elite closer at game time. That's the whole thing. Let him have the ball at the end of games, you know, especially if they're close, he's definitely more skilled with the basketball. The Heat just snapped the seven-game losing streak, but we kind of expect them to turn it on come postseason time. Two minutes, and we'll come back and get to your picks in the West. Do you think the Heat have that flip to switch this year? 
Um, I, I don't know, honestly, like I, I always, I've always been a little bit lower on Miami. Like I was continually low on them last year. They just, you know, I think that they just continue to play well. Um, they did have some variance and some luck in terms of the injuries and the teams they played, you know, like Giannis was hurt last year. Uh, Brunson got hurt. Randall got hurt. Um, so I, you know, I think with flipping a switch, it's, it's definitely something that they can do, but they did lose some of their key role guys in Shrews and Vincent. Um, I obviously this year, Duncan Rock. Robinson's gotten a lot better. And I think Terry Rozier is a huge ad. I think that that's really good for them. Uh, it'll let Tyler hero play a little bit more off ball and give some necessary f- shooting spacing, et cetera. Uh, so I, I do think that Miami is always like a problem. They're always a team that I think if you're at the top, uh, if you're at the top, one of the top seeds in the East and you see Miami, like at the bottom of the bracket, like coming in as the seven seed or the eight seed, um, or you know, maybe even the six or five, like you're like, ah, like I don't really want to play them cause they're so well coached. But I think in terms of their on-court talent, um, I, you know, they're obviously like a little bit older um, you, you, and it always really comes down to how healthy is Jimmy and like what kind of stretch can he give you in the playoffs? Patrick, the okay. switch is broken. Yeah, it's it, they don't look something looks off. I agree. Rozier, we'll see if he can settle into his role with them. Now, when we come back, we've got a few more plays. In all honesty, I don't want to cause a divorce. So when we go to commercial, we'll have the conversation. If you can continue, we'd love to keep you. Joe Delera, of course, that's that's on me. Tell wifey that's on me. The guy just wanted to talk ball. It's his fault. Joe Delera, the Action Network NBA writer. Also, the podcast Cash That Podcast at Joe Delera on Twitter. Will he or won't he return? That's the question. We'll see next here on Sharp Money. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, if you're looking for an offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has it covered. Download the DraftKings Sports app now and use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. New customers can bet five bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use the code VSIN, DraftKings. The crown is yours. We welcome you back. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Apparently, the marriage is intact because Joe Delera Esquire is back. The Action Network NBA writer at Joe Delera on Twitter. We're talking NBA. We've got Brennan White from DraftKings coming up in 14 minutes. So I just wanted to keep this NBA conversation going. Uh, we just got done with the East. However, you do have a prop on Jared Allen tonight. Rebounds and assists for the Cavs over 14 and a half. They are taking on a G League team. I mean, this Memphis team is a freaking disaster right now. You like Jared Allen tonight. Yeah, I do. Uh, I like him to go over the 14 and a half assists. Look, Evan Mobley's out. He was on limited minutes anyway. Um, but Allen's just been smoking this line with it without him. He's hit this in nine of his last 10 games without uh, Evan Mobley. And I think that the big thing for the Cavs is without Mobley, because Mobley is like one of the as good as people like as good as he is. Right. Like the spacing isn't great with him. Um, so I think the spacing's a lot better when you don't have Mobley. You have Jared Allen. Darius Garland's going to be on a little bit of a snap count as well. Um, but it helps space the floor. And I think that that gives Allen better opportunities for not only rebounds, but also for assists, you know, as a secondary or tertiary facilitator, um, you know, for what he can do from like the paint, the elbow, the nail. Uh, he's, he's still like a pretty adept. He's got a adept passer and he has a great basketball IQ, obviously. Um, and the thing is, when we look at this matchup, like you said, Memphis is just garbage right now. Um, but Jared Allen or not Jared Allen, rather uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., not the best rebounder either. Um, so I think this is, they're one of the worst rebounding teams in the league. And with the offense struggling so much without John Morant, Desmond Bain, um, I think that there's going to be plenty of misses for Jared Allen to clean up. So I do like him to go over the 14 and a half rebounds and assists line. Like that call there. Cleveland, excuse me, Cleveland Cavaliers. Lakers playing the Celtics tonight in Boston. LeBron scratches from this one. I know you had a prop on his total on rebounds over, so that's not going to come into play tonight. But anything else in this matchup that kind of sticks out to you? The spread now jumping up from 14.5 to 15.5 in some spots, obviously in favor of Boston with no AD as well. Yeah, I mean, this game's this game's going to be gross, I think. Boston should really just absolutely work them. Uh, He just lost the, am I correct, boys? You yeah. don't hear Joe, We correct? don't hear Joe's we, audio. We did lose Joe's audio for a second. We'll get it fixed. He was getting, in, getting into the Celtics, laying a big number, 15, with the Lakers in town. Of course, no AD and no LeBron. They're going to do a quick test with Joe and see if we can get him back up. So we'll do a test and get him back up. I do have, I think the Jazz are in an awesome spot tonight as uh, the, the 76ers have lost four straight, their own four on the road trip. Of course, the question about Maxi, there is a question mark. We don't know his status. We do, do know Embiid's not going to be playing. And the Jazz boys are a game under 500, but they're coming back home after a six-game road trip that ended in Tuesday, Tuesday's loss to the Knicks. So it was kind of a brutal road trip for the Jazz. They're a plucky team, a feisty team. Uh, Maxi has missed a three in a row. I'm going to take a look at the number while we get Joe. 
Uh, take a look at the number. The Jazz are laying four and a half tonight, 239. Dustin, you don't see anything updated on Maxi, do you? No, I haven't seen an update, but uh, something else to keep in mind. I do have a play in this game as well, but Marcus Morris is doubtful. Batum is questionable, and Bede's not going give to give it a go. Uh, I'm looking at Kelly Oubre, and I'm on an island in this one, guys. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of people who I respect who bet props saying that they're fading Oubre tonight and they're on his under. I'm actually on his over. I looked at games when Embiid doesn't play, and the the the, the game where he played over 30 minutes, Kelly Oubre went for 35 points, rebounds, assists combined. His total is 25 and a half. If for some reason Maxi doesn't play, they're in a lot of trouble. I went through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. He went over 25 and a half in one, two, three, four of those games. Uh, and he, he played a lot of minutes. The last two games without Maxi. Dustin, and we got Joe back. Okay. Give your pick. All right. With the last two, <laughs> I, I didn't get a confirmation that he was there. With the last two without Maxi and Embiid, he had 34 and 32 PRA. Beautiful. We got Joe Delera back. We were just talking about the 76er jazz game. Lori <laughs> Marketing. I was eight stretching. And a half I was giving you, the, I, I was waving the runner home. I know, but I had to base. get to my point in the notes and I didn't know it was official. Okay. Joe, welcome back. Lori Marketing, eight and a half boards. Do you have a take on the side or total here? We, we were just going through it. The jazz coming yeah. back home off that brutal road trip. Yeah, I like the Jazz, honestly. Uh, this is a getaway game for the Sixers. Uh, so I think that this is definitely a spot where we could wind up seeing Maxi sit. Don't play him in Utah. Like, just let him get rest, go home, and try to rehab uh, a little bit more at home. But, you know, I, I think this is a bad spot. Philly's lost every game on this road trip. Um, and this is just a really rough game for them. Utah's been excellent. Uh, they, they dropped that game against the Knicks, but that was a getaway game for them. And that's just like a bad situational spot. So I think this is a good spot for Utah. Uh, especially at home. We know Joel Embiid is not going to be playing. And I think that, you know, Utah with Walker Kessler, he plays about 20 minutes a game, but that's a tough matchup for him against Joel Embiid that they don't have to deal with now. So I think that they are going to have the best player on the floor in Laurie Markinen, And that's part of why I like him to go over this rebounds prop. So, uh, you know, he's when he's been at home, his rebound numbers have been a little bit better. He's averaging 8.9 per game and he's gone over this eight and a half line in 11 of 17 home games. So I think that without Embiid, the Sixers are probably going to struggle a little bit more on the glass. They uh, get five fewer rebounds per game as a team without Embiid, and they score 10 fewer points. So I think that there should be more opportunities for marketing on both, you know, the offensive and defensive glass. So I like him to go over the eight and a half rebounds and make it six straight at home uh, hitting this prop. So I like him to go over the rebounds, and I like the Utah Jazz uh, against the spread straight up um, either way in this matchup against Philly, who I think is really just kind of licking their wounds and trying to get home. Yeah, to your guys' point on this match, Philadelphia really hasn't been competitive in their four road losses. But quick question for you, Joe. Any concerns at all that Utah is returning from a road trip? Uh, I know one of my favorite angles used to be in terms of betting the NBA team off a road trip of more than three games, generally to kind of fade even with the day in between. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely always a concern. You know, guys get home, like they got to see you, they got to see their family, they got to see whoever, like whoever's important to them, get some of their errands done. Like it is, it can be a little bit busy, but I think just in this spot with the way Philly has kind of handled this road trip and the way their injuries have kind of racked up, I, I really don't like the spot. They've been traveling around, they've been playing at altitude. Um, I, I think this is a very tough game for them. So, 
you know, given the fact that they're going home too, it's a spot where, you know, they're probably looking forward to it. Like let's, let's just get out of here. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Utah be able to take care of business. And I like, that's kind of why I prefer the full game. You know, if, if the Sixers kind of get a little tired towards the end of this, then it's a spot for Utah to kind of rally the troops, play better at home. Um, and I think they can cover the spread. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I like the jazz tonight and I'd lay the number. Um, Minnesota's sitting atop the West. Do you consider them? Obviously, the Clippers are playing great. We know what the Nuggets are, but where are you on Minnesota? I I really like Minnesota. I bet them eighty to one before the season to win the title. Um, wow. I just felt like the number was too long, so that's 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 like a little CLV garbage can. I'm sure I'm going to eat later, but uh, <laughs> I I do like I do like them. Right, like they're an excellent regular season team um, with Rudy Gobert anchoring that defense, and you know Mike Conley has been huge for them. So with the fact that you know they kind of survived the games that he was missing, he's back now. Uh, I think that that makes a huge difference for them. It's really significant. He's an adult in the room like he really can kind of run the offense when things kind of get bogged down um i like them in the regular season i think that they it's really going to depend on how the bracket breaks for them in the west uh if they're able to be like the one seed and then you know maybe avoid uh like a clippers team like i think they don't match up great with the clippers but i think they would match up fine with like okc so i do think that it really depends on matchup whereas they're you know like denver i think is a little bit more matchup proof so i think that they're good i think they should be able to advance at least out of the first round um, but I think that they kind of have figured it out and Chris Finch has done an excellent job coaching the team and kind of making sure that Gobert and Kat mesh well together this year. Beautiful. All right, Joe, thank you for battling through the technical issues as well. And, uh, tell your wife, we said hi and sorry, the action network, <laughs> NBA writer at Joe Delera, Also the podcast cash that podcast. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having me guys. Thank you. Okay. We got you right. back. Thanks, guys. Are we going to, can we check in on the big guy? Is he okay? He's, I know he's going to be mad. No, I'm actually not that mad. Here's why I'm not mad. Because I totally botched reading my notes, so you saved me by interrupting me. <laughs> I needed oh. it so bad. I, I was well, so that's, lost. I could tell. I could tell you were struggling. I, dude, you give great information. Your props are the, insane, but I could tell at that point you were struggling a little bit. So I'm going to give bad. you the dumbest reason why it happened. It was at a page break, and there was only four of my notes above the page and I didn't have the bottom where I could see it. I'm like, there's no way I only have four bullet points for this bet. I never would have bet it. And then I scrolled down, I'm like, nope, all the stuff I needed was at the bottom. Amal, were you really doing the gay yeah, wise? I watched the, the, the like universal sign for wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> the page break got him. It happens to the best of us. It's happened to me before. Brendan White next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, I got a deal for you. Yearly subscription discounted using the promo code SHARP. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. Daily best bets, betting splits, big game betting guide as well. So it's all there. vsin.com slash subscribe. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. We are going to be joined by the U.S. trading team lead, of course, at DraftKings. And he is our guy, Brennan White. We were just joking during the break. U.S. trading lead, Brennan White, 14 on Twitter. We were joking during the break. Like, Brennan is so 
like, again, the only word I can think of is fastidious that he sends us notes every week. And today he said, I don't have a ton of time to complete notes. And then he proceeded to send paragraphs of notes. So that is Brennan White for you. Brennan, hi. And we'll start here. You said, not surprisingly, we have massive liability on the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's dig into that. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me back as always. Thank uh, you. appreciate the kind words about the notes. I, I did have a busy morning this morning, so, so hopefully we've got enough to, to dig into here, but <laughs> plenty. The, the top line sort of note is tons and tons and tons of liability on the chiefs. I don't think that's all that surprising. They've looked really good in the playoffs. People love to back Mahomes. I think we knew what we were in for, uh, when we opened this at two and a half, we have the game sort of power rated at three but we knew that there was no way we could go to three. Um, we've gone as low as uh, one, and I think we'll, we'll end up closing somewhere between one and two and a half. Uh, it's just a question of how much Chiefs liability we're going to be ap- uh, able to eat. Uh, we do have some large bets on the Niners, and we do have sharp bets on the Niners, so it so should sort of put us in an okay spot uh, come kickoff. But, yeah, I, every every bet that we see come in, seems to be on the Chiefs or related to the Chiefs winning in some way. Let's get a little bit into the props, and if you can explain a couple of these for people that may be unfamiliar. The octopus, uh, safety, overtime, and uh, heads or tails there. Yeah, so obviously the the one people might not be familiar with is the octopus bet. That's a bet for one player to score a touchdown and then immediately also get the two-point conversion. Um, it's something that we started doing a few years ago. It's been extremely popular. Um, we get lots and lots of interest on social media from it. Um, so it's been a very popular pick every year. We see liability on overtime and safety. Yes. Just because of the large payouts, those are typically anywhere from 10 to 20 to one. And it's easy for people to root for. Um, so we end up building up quite a lot of, quite a lot of liability on those. And, and my favorite, we're doing, uh, the coin toss with no vig this year again. So heads, tails, plus 100, you can bet either side. And yet every single year, everybody takes tails. I guess the tails never fails saying has something to do with that. But I, I find it hilarious that, that there's no way for us to balance that action. We've been joking that we should go to plus 101 on heads and see what happens. <laughs> we work in quite an industry when a lot of money is going to change hands over, quote, Tails never fails. Okay, Brennan White joining us. DraftKings, US, that's what makes it amazing. US trading lead over at DraftKings. I wanted to ask about the total. I believe you guys got down over at DraftKings to 47 yesterday, but did raise it a half a point. Any liability there? Some liability on the over. I expect the liability to increase as we get closer to kick. The public preference in these games is always on the over. Um, we've been sort of fluctuating between 47 and 47 and a half. We think that's kind of the right number. Um, I think that we'll just end up rooting for the under, honestly, um, but sort of fairly comfortable in that position. I think it's been proven over time, at least in first halves, defenses tend to have some advantages over offenses in the Super Bowl, having two weeks to prepare and generally being fully healthy. Um, I think, you know, last year was a bit of an anomaly with, with two very, very high powered offenses, just kind of going back and forth. Um, if this game does turn into a blowout one way or the other, we also expect the total to be slightly lower. So kind of happy with where we're at with, with a little bit of liability on the over. 
Brennan, if you go back many, many years, and Patrick and I are probably appreciably older than you, but I can remember when the Niners played the Chargers in the Super Bowl, the line was 19 and a half. They won that game by 23. It seems like nowadays the point spreads, we can barely get a Super Bowl where you're laying more than a field goal. Has it just become the competition with free agency and everything else involved in the NFL has made it so competitive across the board, regardless of conference and whichever team is there? Yeah, I, I think that's definitely the case. Um, there's a lot more parity, especially amongst the sort of top teams. I think nowadays quarterbacks are so vital to your chance of competing um, and, and being a Super Bowl contender. And you tend to end up with games that have, you know, at least above average quarterbacks. Uh, and the teams that don't have sort of Hall of Famers or, or Pro Bowlers tend to have very good defenses, very good running games. Um, it's just very, very hard to get to a Super Bowl these days unless you're an elite team. U.S. trading team lead Brennan White joining us here, Sharp Money, of course, DraftKings, and you've taken a multitude of not of six-figure bets. You got a big one on San Francisco's money line. You got an interesting one on over 16 and a half yards on the opening drive, a six-figure bet there. But I want to ask about the MVP market. Where does the liability lie there? Uh, we currently win on every player that's not Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Travis and Kelsey, we lose, of course. We lose a lot of money if it's Travis Kelsey. Um, it's only going to get worse. Obviously, the sort of Taylor Swift connection has a lot of people interested in him as well. Um, people generally don't like to take the quarterbacks just because their prices are so close to their team's money line. Obviously, Purdy has a bit uh, of distance from the Niners' money line, but people don't generally like Purdy uh, as kind of the key in that offense, so they're, they're on McCaffrey there. Um, we'll, we'll get some sort of some liability on some of the longer shots as we get closer just because of the payouts. But in terms of realistic candidates to win the MVP award, we need it to be anyone that's not Travis Kelsey. Brennan, I want to go back to something Patrick just said. You guys have taken nine six-figure bets on the Super Bowl. Is this a combination of people have the opportunity because it's such a big game they can get down heavily on it, or it's the last game, or is there just some people are looking going, hey, I see a huge edge in this particular matchup? Because so many times to me, I feel like people may force bets on the Super Bowl because it's the last game of the season. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. Um, I, I think most of these sort of very large wagers that we're going to see that we've seen so far are just people that want some sweat. And for them, a sweat requires a six-figure bet. Uh, it's the last NFL game of the season. You'll see lots of people overextending themselves. Obviously, we want people to gamble responsibly and stay within their limits. Um, but generally, I think you know if you take what people would bet in the course of a weekend and consolidate it to one game where you've got thousands of markets available, people just tend to end up betting quite a bit on this game. Um, and for, and for some of our VIP clientele, that, that means six figures or more. And certainly the Super Bowl, people like to get down myriad ways. And a lot of those are novelty props. Will DraftKings be getting those out? And I know there's issues with compliance, right? When it comes to novelty props. Yeah, I just got out of a, a quite long meeting with our compliance team trying to figure out what we can offer, where we can offer it. Our plan is over the next few days to have those kind of trickle out. Some actually need approval from regulators, um, so there is sort of a roadblock there as well. But, but yeah, I'm knee-deep in uh, Taylor Swift props and 
random stuff that I don't think anyone would ever want to bet on, but every year it astounds me kind of how many casual fans come looking for something weird that they can root for without knowing anything about football. Well, I have to believe, boys, that there's going to be a amount of screen time she gets, right? Almost like the national anthem with the time. There's got to be a Taylor on TV prop, I would imagine, Brennan. Yep. Yeah, that's a very popular one. Um, I saw the other day, I think uh, I think FanDuel in Ontario put up a will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field after the game. <laughs> um, wow. We, we're not going with something like that, but, you know, lots of things like um, halftime songs are big. Obviously, Taylor Swift related props, trying to get as many things in there as we can. We, we kicked around the idea of doing uh, Taylor Swift cross sports specials. So, you know, number of times Taylor Swift appears on TV against number of double doubles in uh, the NBA slate that day, things like that. So (laughs) we get, we get a little uh, crazy, um, but it all comes down to, you know, kind of what, what different States will let us do and, and what we can get pushed through. That's hilarious. Wow. Brennan, I know you're busy. Thank you for the time. DraftKings US trading lead Brennan white 14 on Twitter. Thank you, Brennan. Appreciate you. Thank you guys. Talk next week. Okay. Yeah. Have a great one. I don't, you know what I just realized boys, I, who is the halftime performance? Usher, isn't it? Usher. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Usher? We discussed it. That's the only reason I I knew because you told us. Yeah. I think Lil John does a song with him. They do. Yeah. Is there one performance that stands out when I say halftime performance for you? Do oh, you guys want to feel old? I do when I, I already up do. Every day. <laughs> I was gonna say no, I already do. Um, did you know that Timberlake and Janet Jackson was twenty years ago? I didn't know it was twenty years ago. I just assumed what you were gonna bring up was the one that we all knew was Timberlake and Jackson. I, I didn't realize it had been twenty years already. You know I just how saw many tweet, twenty years. How many desktop computers I ruined that year trying to find that picture over and over again? <laughs> Malware or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago. That's wild. We'll come back with our picks next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings, of course, and the Super Bowl. Pretty good combination. If you're looking for a super offerable offer on Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook is a place for you. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code VSIN. You get five bucks to win 200 instantly in bonus bets. So bet $5, get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. That's 58 with the code VSIN. DraftKings, the crown is yours. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you back. We've been talking about the head coaching hires. So eight head coaches were hired during this offseason. And the final one of Dan Quinn hired today by the commanders. We had JP Finley on the show earlier. And he hosts on 106.7 The Fan right there in D.C. And he said it, the split was, what do he say, boys? 70-30? Yeah. 70%... People not happy with the Dan Quinn hire. It's certainly not going to win the headline. It's not going to win the press conference. And based on if you missed the show at the beginning, we did 40 minutes as to why you're not going to win a Super Bowl with the defensive minded head coach. And now people are going to give us outliers. Oh, Mike Tomlin did it. No, the numbers are alarming. Dustin did a bunch of great research and we went through it earlier. I don't have anything personal against Dan Quinn. That's not what this is about. It's a horrific hire. Um, I don't. Need, I guess I won't even bring up what Dustin told us during the break. Yeah, it's the second, but it's only the second worst hire. We can get into that another time. <laughs> we, <laughs> Let's just say the Carolina, the Carolina coach. Yeah, well, they hired an author, not a coach. They they, they may have hired a lemon. Just Google. I, I just Google the Dave Canales book and d- ask Google me if you want Dave to be Canales. Your head coach. It, 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 <laughs> it's shocking. Not. And I'm not judging, but what he did is shocking, meaning wrote a book. Anyway, you know, I'm not judging the uh, initial. I'm judging the last. No, no, no. I'm not judging what people go through personally. In the, I'm judging the book about it. Like, dude, take <laughs> it easy. Everyone know. Just because you know what else it says to me? And you can go do your own research. It says ego as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Look at think, me. To think that your tri- trials and tribulations that people go through every single day matter enough to author a book. We've, I've said enough. I apologize. <laughs> Dustin, uh, Amal, you said tonight, I don't know if you have a play on the college hardwood, but you said it's kind of an ugly slate tonight, right? It is. One game in the Pac-12. Uh, I was looking also at USC, Oregon, going to stay off of that one. But Arizona State at home tonight hosting uh, Stanford. Uh, tough spot here for the Cardinal on the road. Pick them. And the line's fluctuating between Arizona State at a pick and minus one and a half. But either way, I'd play this game up to three. I like ASU at home. By the way, I don't feel like they're playing too many road game so far this year but i like him in this spot against the cardinal okay big guy we can cut and and feel free fellas to jump in as well i did go under and i know the Cavs and pistons scored like a billion points last night that's also the time that i look especially on a back-to-back to it for a team that gave up a ton defensively to kind of auto correct that is the second best defensive rating in basketball the Cavs and the grizzlies are going to start a terrible starting five, 10 players injured, 30th in offensive rating. I know it's a low number for 2024, but I'm going to go under the 215 Cleveland Memphis. I like it. 
I love it. I'm on Vince Williams tonight. Some more of it. I tried to work that in. Uh, Vince Williams. So uh, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, we got to remember the backcourt for Memphis. Desmond Bain's out. John Morant's out. Marcus Smart is out. And Luke Kennard is going to be out tonight. And in two games where all four of those other guards are not playing, Vince Williams has had 34 and 29 PRA. His total is set at 24 and a half. So we are going to go over that number on Vince Williams for Memphis. Tremendous. Tremendous. Go to the Knicks. I'm a little nervous because of the questions about who's in, who's out. So the game itself, I'm not going to mess with. Uh, It's the Knicks laying two and a half. And a total of 235 and a half, the Pacers and Halliburton crew. I'll go Siakam over the 19 and a half. You said it earlier, Dustin, and uh, you guys know that I get a penchant for people and I just keep riding them. And Siakam's been good to me. Yeah, I like it. And he's getting more acclimated into that system. Like every game he plays, they're going to lean on him a little bit more. So uh, I like the play. Uh, I'm going to go on on an OB and. It's mainly because I think the other guys are a little bit lofty with what their numbers are set based on the fact that OG's been out the last couple games. I think that DiVincenzo and Josh Hart, their numbers are, are set a little bit too high on Anobi coming off missing two games. He's in a, a contest against Indiana where at the pace they want to play, he's going to have to play 35 plus minutes tonight. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities, a lot of run. Because of that, we'll go over 26.5 PRA. If he doesn't play, we get it voided. Also, Quentin Grimes is out, so that's more minutes in the backcourt for Ananobi. By the way, getting back to Siakam real quick, last four games, 99 points scored, uh, 40 for 64 from the floor, 63%. Outstanding offensive yeah, consistency. Yeah, I mean, he has been tremendous. Why? It's, it's got to be a contract situation, right? Why the... Raptors let him go. Well, I think it yeah. was a, they're they're in a rebuild. They're in a rebuild, and Siakam. I think there was a tremendous relationship with, between him and Siam. Uh, Siam uh, Ujiri. Yes, Ujiri? thank you. Yes, and um, you know he moved him on to to the Pacers because he started in uh, Africa without borders or uh, basketball without borders. Excuse me, and he's been tremendous for this team. Helped them part win that championship. And I'll tell you what, with Halliburton, with the way he can distribute the basketball, is there anybody who's even remotely no. close to being what uh, Halliburton is? Not right now. Not right? No. And, and Siakam's a slasher. He's a scorer. Well, he can he's do it all. great in transition, yes, Siakam. And that's all they want to do is run Indiana. I love Halliburton because yeah. he's a pass-first point guard. You know what, though? He's still, he's still, he fills up a stick. He gets oh, he's, 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 he's unbelievable. Dude, he's unbelievable. He's, he's, he's a legit top 10 player in the NBA. No, he, not, he, that's not he has a legit chance at MVP. He well, does. he's not going to, but here, because the injuries, he's missed some time. Oh, in you're January. right. He's, yeah, but, but I have to be honest with you. I didn't understand back in November, December, why he wasn't part of the conversation. I mean, he's putting up John Stockson, Magic Johnson type of I assist agree. numbers. You, you guys know what else is crazy, though? So he was traded for Sabonis. Have you guys looked at Sabonis? Like, oh, so obviously dude. Halliburton wins the trade because I think he's. But do you know how good Sabonis is? Yeah, but his numbers are his rebound and assist numbers. I'm going to pull him up right now. I was looking at him the other night, just like but pa- jerking around. Pa- Patrick, no, I, I push me. back real quick in the sense that I think it's a win for both teams. Yes, you'd say Indiana won if you had to pick a winner for sure. But with how, uh, excuse me, with um, Sabonis playing with a guy like De'Aaron Fox, it works out well for both teams. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. 20 
13 and eight assists. <laughs> 20 points, 13 boards, eight assists. That's crazy. I mean, that's impressive. He's a nice player, man. Is he the best former Zag? Ooh. That'll Killian eventually Hayes be Chet. Zag, though, right? Yeah, he? that'll be eventually be Chet. <laughs> shooting, shooting close to 62% from the field, 45% from three. I mean, we knew his dad was a great assist guy, but eight assists from their big? That's pretty wild. Um, there was one more that I had. Oh, I, I don't know. I kind of like the Jazz. Here, here's what I would say. The 76ers are, I watched them the other night in the loss of the Warriors. They're just, they're on this road trip. They're 0-4 on the road trip. Whether or not Maxi plays tonight, it's five. But no Embiid, the, the team is just in a gross way. And I understand what, I totally agree with what Amal said. Sometimes coming back from the road trip, it can have the inverse effect. But you know, they last played the Jazz on Tuesday at the Knicks. They're back home. They're scrappy. I like the Jazz. Lay by, the five. By the way, especially if Maxi doesn't play, that's a combined 61 points between Embiid and Maxi. And I'll tell you another thing, guys. I love Tyrese Maxi. That's a guy you build a team around. Yeah. My question for you guys quickly, though, is if Joel Embiid does, is below that 65-game threshold, do we see disengagement with him moving forward? <laughs> yeah, you, that's a good point because he is... I think didn't didn't they just get in trouble from the league? Yeah, seventy five thousand dollar fine for not disclosing against the Nuggets that he wouldn't be available. Gotcha. I got uh, I got two more. I'm on Ubre in that game, twenty five and a half over PRA. Uh, I've convoluted my numbers. Just know that when Maxi and Embiid were both out, he he went over thirty. His numbers twenty five and a half tonight. When he plays over thirty five minutes, he goes well at five of his last eight. And then the last one, I I freaking love this play tonight so much. I might take it to my second prom. Well, I, I got hold on. I'm going to push bet before you give it out. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> D'Angelo the Russell. Moves. Yes. Over seven and a half assists. LeBron Eight. James has missed five games this year. D'Lo has not gone under seven and a half in any of those games. In fact, he's averaged 9.4 assists over those five. It may miss finally, but I like those numbers. Until he gave the number, Patrick, I thought for sure with D'Lo, it was 100% an underplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway from today's show was the low-key, I went to prom with a model. She wasn't a model yet. But she turned into one. Now, the girl I took to junior prom, everyone kept asking me if she was an escort. She wasn't, though. She was 22, <laughs> though. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.